the man that says what the people need to hear. Somebody need to hear this. That's right. He's going to be bringing you the word each and every week. You better not only be ready, but stay ready. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. The time is up. It's the moment you've been waiting for. He's here. It's the Raw and Uncut Podcast with Pastor Radden. Service starts now. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Welcome to this fourth Sunday. Amen. Getting ready to bring the word in a few minutes. Amen. And by the next minute, we're going to go ahead and get ready to start at 1045 a.m. If we get disconnected for whatever reason, if we lose connection, just hang on and I'll do the best I can to come right back within the next minute or so. Um, but amen. Amen. You see, I'm I'm preaching at home today. I'm coming from the house. There's a reason for that. Amen. But nevertheless, the word of God is about to come forth. Amen. Amen. Bless your holy name, God. Amen. Amen. If there's any connections, please let me know if you cannot hear me or anything. Amen. Bless your holy name, God. Thank you, Jesus. Bless your name, God. Amen. Another Sunday, another day that the Lord has made. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Bless your holy name, God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, <clears throat> amen. It is 1045. We're going to go ahead and get ready to open up in prayer. Thank you all for tuning in. God bless you. Amen. Amen. Let us get ready to go into a word of prayer. And then we're going to go into our word on today. Amen. Talking about having a change of heart, a change of heart. Amen. And we'll be coming from the Old and the New Testament. Amen. Hallelujah, God. I believe. Amen. It's a it's an on fire word today, one that will make you see things differently, trying to change your way of thinking and doing things. Amen. But we're going to get into the word of God. Let us go into prayer and then we'll go ahead and open up. Let us pray. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you, Heavenly Father, Lord, for this day, another day that you have made. And the word says that we shall rejoice and be glad in it, in the mighty name of Jesus, because this is the day that you have made, Lord. Father God, I pray, Heavenly Father, for all those that are online watching right now, God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. Praying, Heavenly Father, Lord, that you will anoint me and use me in a mighty way to bring a mighty word on today in the mighty name of Jesus, God. Father God, we come here today to give you glory and honor, God, because you worthy to be praised in the mighty name of Jesus, God. Father God, I pray, Lord, that we will continually have the mindset to bless your holy name, God, to live holy, Father God, to order our steps in the mighty name of Jesus, God. Hallelujah, God. The assignment of the enemy has been canceled on today in the mighty name of Jesus. Bless your holy name, God. Father God, I pray, Heavenly Father, Lord, that you would just have your way and your will be done in the mighty name of Jesus, God. Lord, we love you. Lord, we praise you. Lord, we give you honor and glory, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, in Jesus' holy name we pray, amen, amen, amen. Bless your holy name, God. Hallelujah. I hear you, Pastor. Amen. God bless you. Amen. I am Elder Radden. Amen. 
coming from Restoration Community Outreach Ministries, a man under the leadership of the mighty woman of God, Tonetta Robinson, who is the senior pastor in Jesus' holy name, God, and our overseer, the Triple B, the Big Bad Bishop, Bishop John Willie Robinson Jr. in Jesus' holy name, Heavenly Father. I thank them. I, I thank God for them. God bless them and God continue to use them. Today is their 5-0, their 50th anniversary, wedding anniversary. Amen. Hallelujah. That is a blessing and a blessing indeed. Amen. I just got 23 years in the game. So I got a long way to go to get to them to reach to where they're at. Amen. And I know it wasn't easy. Amen. But nevertheless, God kept them through the storms and through the struggles and they're still together. And let that be an example to those that are married, to those that are planning on getting married 50 years of holy um, holy communion between one another, holy matrimony in the mighty name of Jesus, God. So God continue to bless them. Amen. They're enjoying themselves right now as well as they should. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus, bless your holy name, God. Amen. 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 They are truly an inspiration. They are a mighty man and woman of God. Been on the battlefield for many, many years, uh, leading people to Christ, letting God use them. Amen. So now they're celebrating their 50th and rightfully and deservedly so. Amen. Hallelujah. Because they give so much of their time and energy to others. It's time for them to take time out for themselves. And that's what they're doing. So God bless them. Amen. Amen. And Thank God for them allowing me to uh, to preach on this day for Sunday. Amen. God bless them. Amen. Hallelujah. There is a word from the Lord. Thank you all for, for tuning in on today. Amen. Hallelujah, God. Let us go ahead and get right into the word of God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. A change of heart. Hallelujah, God. Bless your holy name. That's something that we all need. We all have a desire to go to heaven. That's our desire as Christians that when we die, when we close our eyes for the final time, we want our final destination to be with the Lord. Hallelujah, God, to be in the bosom of Abraham, to be in the Lords of Jesus, the arms of the Lord of Jesus Christ, to reign with him forever and ever in Jesus' holy name. That is the goal for every Christian, amen, to bring in others, to snatch them out of the fire, as it says in the book of Jude, amen, snatch them out of the fire, bring them along, get them straight in Jesus' holy name, God, because all we can do is, is catch them and let God clean them. We can't clean people. We can catch them. We can do all we can to bring them in, but let God clean them. We are fishers of men, so let us go out there and reel them in and bring them in and let God do the rest. Hallelujah. Bless your holy name, God. But in order to do that, you have to have a change of heart. You have to want to be like Jesus. You want to live for Jesus. Hallelujah. You want to walk in his ways in Jesus' holy name, God. Let the Holy Spirit use you to bring in others. Let the Holy Spirit use you to live holy in the mighty name of Jesus and to set a good example. Hallelujah, God. But see, Coming out of the book of Psalms, Psalm 24. Hallelujah, God. This is David talking. Amen. It says a Psalm of David in Jesus' holy name. We're not going to go into the whole thing, but right now for just Psalm 24, uh, verses three and four. Three ask a question. Verse three ask a question. And the question says, who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? Hallelujah, God. One, you have to give your life to Jesus. That's one thing. You're on the right track by doing that. That's a good start. Amen. Because other than that, you have no chance. Because the word of God says the only way to get through heaven is through Jesus. Hallelujah. And you have to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. If you do not do that, 
then first of all, this question is null and void to anybody else because see, it says, who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord or who shall stand in his holy place? Hallelujah, God. Bless your holy name, God. And it says in verse four, he that has clean hands, <laughs> he that has clean hands and a pure heart who have not lifted up his soul to vanity nor sworn deceitfully. Hallelujah, God. Clean hands and a pure heart. Hallelujah, God. Bless your holy name, God. You want to make it into heaven, have those two things. Once, once you've given your life to Christ, amen. Clean hands and a pure heart. Hallelujah, God. Who shall ascend to the holy hill of God? My Lord, my God and Savior. Hallelujah, God. Clean hands, saints of God, and a pure heart. You got to have a change of heart. You got to repent and ask God for forgiveness in the mighty name of Jesus. You got to change your ways. Hallelujah, God. Um, there's a passage here in, in the book of Haggai. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Ghost. In the book of Haggai. That's right. In the Old Testament, around in the, in the, in the minor prophets in the era, Haggai. Right around the fifth or seventh verse, it says that consider your ways. Hallelujah. It was talking about the people of God that was supposed to be working on the temple of God, but they were using their money to, to do their own thing and to work on their own houses and to do things like that. And a prophet heard a word from God and say, consider your ways. Hallelujah, God. If you want to consider your ways, you want to make it into heaven, consider your ways. Hallelujah, God. You just can't make it into heaven doing what you want to do. Hallelujah, God. You got to do it God's way. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, God. And some of well, that's no, it's not that hard. You, you got a whole book of instructions right here. You have the word of God. Hallelujah, God. The word of God to tell you how to make it in there. Hey, man, you got the do's and the don'ts. We talked about that for Bible study about a couple of months ago about the do's and the don'ts. Amen. Hallelujah, God. And it, and it seemed like it's more don'ts than it is do's. And that's what people are worried about. But believe me, hallelujah, God, it's not that hard as far as that. You got to want to make a change. Hey, man, you got to want to stop doing what you're doing. You got to want want to stop living for the enemy, the devil, in the mighty name of Jesus. And we're going to talk about that here in just a minute in Jesus' holy name, God. But you got to have a change of heart, clean hands and a pure heart. Hallelujah. It's so many scriptures, amen, to that. I just didn't go through all of them. I went through that one right there because it asked a question and then it came with the answer. The question was in verse three and the answer was in verse four. Who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord and who shall stand in his holy place? And it tells you those of us that have clean hands and a pure heart, because if your heart is not pure, hallelujah, because what does God look on? Does God look at the outer appearance? Does God look at how beautiful you are, how handsome you are, how clean you are? Does God look at how smart you are? No, he doesn't look at that. The Bible tells us that God looks at the heart. That's what he looks at because the heart holds everything. The heart knows what you're thinking. Hallelujah. The heart, you say you say things that come out of the abundance of your heart. It comes out of your mouth. Amen. Hallelujah. God, the heart has to change. My God, my God, my God. We about to get into that about getting out of this flesh and keeping this flesh under subjection in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah, God, because right now we're going to go into our bishops. One of my bishops favorite scriptures is Psalm 27, and we're going to go into verses one and two. There's so much meat in that, and it's so much meat. It's a very good chapter. Amen. Just one chapter over if you're following along in your word. Amen. It's Psalm 27. Hallelujah, God, because see, if you have a change of heart, the word Word tells you in Psalm 27 verse 1, it says that the Lord is my light and my salvation. 
Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? See, there are two things right there talking about fear and afraid. And one of them, if the Lord is the center of your life, you have no reason to be afraid of nothing. You have no reason to be afraid of anybody because the Lord is at the center of your life. It says the Lord is my light and salvation. Then it asks the question, whom shall I fear? And the answer is nobody. The answer is nobody. If the Lord is your light and if the Lord is your salvation, if the Lord is your deliverer, if the Lord is your keeper, the Lord is your strong tower, then you have no reason to be afraid of anyone. Hallelujah, God. Then it goes on to say, and still yet in verse one, it says that the Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? See, it, once again, it asks you that, of whom shall you be afraid? And once again, the answer is nobody. If God is the head of your life, if God is your umbrella, if God is your covering, you have no reason to be afraid of nothing of anybody or anything because he is the head because nothing is too hard for God. In the mighty name of Jesus, nothing is too hard for God. As long as God is the head, hallelujah, God, as long as God is in the center, hallelujah, that's how marriages last with God is in the center and the head of your life. That's how things, that's how your blessings come. Hallelujah. That's how favor is all over you. Amen. If God is the head and the center of your life, you have a change of heart. You, you, you done living your way. You done living. You pushed all that mess out of the way, doing things your way, doing things the devil's way, doing things the flesh way. Hallelujah. But when you start doing things God's way, hallelujah, God, having that change of heart, telling those friends that just don't want to do nothing but keep you down and doing things. Amen. You want to do things God's way. You got to move that aside. If they're not with you, then you got to leave them. Either they roll with you or get rolled over. Hallelujah, God. Bless your holy name, God. Because now that you are on God's side, amen, you ain't got time for foolishness. Amen. There's no more of this clubbing and, and late night drinking and partying and all of that. As long as God is on your side, I gave all of that stuff up and I don't miss not one minute of it. Not one minute of it. Not one. Hallelujah, God. That used to be my thing. That was the center of my life at one time. Foolishness, amen, partying and drinking even long before I met my wife and all that lusting and, and fornicating and all of that type of foolishness, amen, on a highway straight to hell, hallelujah. But you heard me say plenty of times, I thank God that I had a praying mother. Somebody was praying for me to come out of all of that darkness and mud and muck and mire and all of that type of stuff. And I thank God for the prayers and I thank that God heard the prayers of my mother because if nobody else was praying, she was, hallelujah, God. And I thank God for her, amen, for those prayers that got me straight in the mighty name of Jesus and hallelujah one day in November in 2003 at the job where I work at at the city of Columbia hallelujah God I gave my life to Christ Jesus right there on the job in the mighty name of Jesus bless your holy name God and I've been trying to do the right thing ever since let God order my steps and live holy and trying to bring others in and trying to set an example hallelujah I had a change of heart in the mighty name of Jesus bless your holy name to get way of that stuff to stop cussing folks out to stop lying, to stop stealing, to stop doing whatever it was, to stop drinking, to stop fornicating, to stop lusting in the mighty name of Jesus. I took a change of heart to do that. Hallelujah, God. And I don't miss one minute of it. Amen. So I thank God for changing my heart because it was nothing that I did. It was nothing I did. I give all the glory, all the honor, all of that to God. Hallelujah, God, because God did it. I didn't do it because I didn't have sense enough to stop on my own. Hallelujah, God. I thank God that when he grabbed, he handcuffed me. I thank God for the Holy Ghost handcuffing me in the mighty name of Jesus. And I know you got them same testimonies as well, the things that you used to do. So you don't let people bring that mess up in your face about what you used to do. 
What you used to do. I remember when. I remember when you used to do this. You used to do that. Hallelujah. You used to do that and the other. Hallelujah. But you know what? You said the key word used to. Hallelujah. I don't do those things no more. And I'm glad that you see the change in me. Thank God and give God the glory for the change that people see in you. Because when they start saying what you used to do, they see the change. Hallelujah, God. You ain't got to prove nothing to nobody because the change is there. The evidence is there. You walking in the light of Jesus. Keep walking in the light of God. Hallelujah. And if you're not there yet, you just keep striving. Hallelujah, God. Ain't nobody condemning you. I don't have a black robe in a courtroom with my gavel and banging and condemn you guilty. I have no heaven or hell to put you in. Hallelujah, God. You make that choice. You make that decision. Hallelujah, God. But I pray that you come around more sooner than later. Amen. But you just keep striving. Put one foot in front of the other and you keep moving forward forward. You might not be where you want to be right now, but you continue to pray to God and ask God to help you. Ask God to help you with your shortcomings. Ask God to help you with your vices. Ask God to help you with every place with your weakness in the mighty name of Jesus, and he will do so. Don't let people keep you from making it into heaven. Don't let people keep you from making it in because you're trying to make them happy. Hallelujah. If they get mad, let them be mad. Hallelujah, God. How many of how many you, you done heard? How many times you done heard say, ain't nobody mad but the devil? Hallelujah, God. As you heard me say it once, I said it a thousand times. If the devil is happy with your lifestyle, then you're doing something wrong. Hallelujah, God. If the devil is happy with you, then you're doing something wrong. Hallelujah. Keep the devil mad. Who cares? He can't do nothing to you. Hallelujah. You are God's child. You are covered with the blood of Jesus in the mighty name of Jesus. You just keep doing what you're supposed to do and don't let anybody stop you from doing that. Hallelujah, God. Because in some, like I said, whom shall I be afraid? You should be afraid of nobody. So if don't nobody like the change that you made, well then as we bump them, forget them, move them out the way. Hallelujah. You just keep moving forward. Have tunnel vision. Just tunnel vision. Keep your eyes on the prize. Hallelujah. And the prize is Jesus. The prize is getting into heaven and doing what you got to do to get there. No matter who like it, if your own parents don't like it, then you just got to leave them behind. Yes, they raised you. Yes, they took care of you. But if they don't love, they don't like the new change in you and it's a positive change and a change for the better, a change for Christ, then you even got to leave your parents behind, your siblings behind, your cousins behind, your best friends behind. You got new friends in Christ. Hallelujah. People that have the same goals in mind. Hallelujah. As you have bless your holy name, God, that's a change of heart. And sometimes you got to change the company that you keep because in first Corinthians 15 and 33, it says that bad company corrupts good manners. Hallelujah. God, thank you. Holy ghost in the mighty name of Jesus. That's first Corinthians 15 and 33 bad company. So watch the company that you keep. That's just not teenagers. I normally say that at youth conferences when I'm talking to teenagers and children about the company that they keep, because you know, the company can be so influential, but we as grown folks, Grown folks can have the wrong type of company sometime. Hallelujah. At your job, being family, whomever it may be, friends that you grew up with, you've been knowing since elementary school, always whispering your ear, let's go do this, that, and the other. Hallelujah, God. Even the grown people, you got to watch the company that you keep. And you got to be smart enough and bold enough to cut them off. Oh, you think you better than me? No, I'm just not going the same direction you're going. That's all. If they don't like it, then so be it. Hallelujah, God. Bless your holy name. That's part of this Christian journey. Part of this Christian journey is dead weight falling off of you. Hallelujah. And that just might be some of the people you've been hanging with for the past 20 years. Dead weight because they're not going in the direction that you're going in. Your direction is heaven bound. Hallelujah, God. You done got off the highway to hell. Now you done got on the highway to heaven. Hallelujah, God. So you done change lanes. You done change directions. Hallelujah, God. And sometimes you just got to let that mess go. In the mighty name of Jesus. And they don't want to go change lanes in the same direction with you. 
Leave them behind. Hallelujah, God. And pray for them. Bless your holy name. Pray for them that they get where you're trying to go. Amen. Hallelujah, God. Bless your name. Because see, in verse two here, this is what I want to get in. See, this is why we can't be, be led by the flesh. And there's a reason for that. It says, when the wicked, when the wicked, even my enemies, this is David talking here, my foes. So it says the wicked, the enemy, even my foes came against me to eat up my flesh. They stumbled and fell. Hallelujah. Bless your holy name, God. They say my enemies, even the wicked, my foes, when they came to eat of my flesh, that means when they come in to eat you up, when they come in to destroy you, just like how an animal, uh, a predator devours prey. Amen. You got people that want to devour you spiritually. Amen. In this day and age, as we call them haters, hallelujah, God, when you got them haters and haters and they just hate everything about you, everything that you do, you can't do nothing right, whatever it is, the clothes that you wear, whatever, they just hate everything about you, the car that you drive, the wife or husband that you got, the house that you live in, the position on your job, they just hate, 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 hallelujah, God. Now it says that those people, they said the enemy, see, God put a stumbling block in front of them and say, and they stumble and fail. You better watch who you're talking about because, you know, sometimes you can hang around somebody so long. It can be your favorite cousin. It can be a best friend or whatnot because they don't like somebody. You don't like them. And you'll be like, because we got the same taste and whatnot. If you don't like them, I don't like them. Hallelujah. I mean, that's how we, how we, that's how the world thinks like that. But that very person that they don't like and got you not liking them might be a child of the most high God. And it's just a reason why that you don't like them because they're always in a good mood because they're always cheerful. And that bothers you because it looks like they never get mad or never get upset and look like they're always looking at the positive. The glass is half full, that type of person. And see, it's something about that to just get on your last nerve because they say, you know, demons can't stand the presence of God, hallelujah, God, or somebody that got the Holy Spirit just dripping all over them, the blood of Christ, hallelujah, and you don't like that, and now you don't like that person, and it says that God will say that, you know, it put a stumbling block, and you'll stumble and fall, well, let me tell you something right now, if you stumble and fall, if you fall, you just might not get up, you ain't had no business uh, hating on that person anyway, that person ain't did nothing to you, and that person might be a child of the most high God, that's why the scripture says, touch not my anointed." And do my prophet no harm. Hallelujah, God. That person might not do a thing to you and all of a sudden you hate them and you don't like them just because somebody else don't like them. Now you're going to mess around and go fall in that same hole that they are because it said when they came to destroy me, when they came to eat up my flesh, they stumble and fail. You better watch following behind people. That's why I just said about watch the company that you keep. I don't care who it is. I don't care if it was you and your cousin, y'all used to sleep in the same bed together, used to take bath together, you grew up and did all of that type of stuff. If they not going in the same direction you are, you got to leave them alone. You better quit following certain people. Because, yeah, that sounds good. That person ain't no good. I can't stand that. There's just something about him. I don't like him. Here you go. Yeah, well, if you don't like him, I don't like him either. Because we got the same taste and things and whatnot. So I feel you on that. And if that's the case, you need to stop that. That person ain't did nothing to you and you don't even know him. The same person that's talking about they hating on him, that person ain't did nothing to them. They just hate them because of who they are, the, the, the atmosphere, the, the, the aroma about them. It's just something about them that you don't like because, see, you know, when, when, you, when, when you're not a child of the Most High God, when, you're not going to agree with that spirit. See, you're not going to agree with that spirit of God because the devil done got you all mixed up and wrapped up. Amen. And you don't like that person. You better be careful about who you put in your mouth on. Hallelujah, God. Because what the word, what does God say even about the uh, Isaiah 54 and 17? Yeah, let's go there because we know... We all know about that weapon that's formed against you. Hallelujah. And we know that it shall not profit, uh, prosper. And it's talking about that every tongue. Hallelujah. Let's let, let look at that. Uh, uh, Isaiah 54 and 17 says, no weapon that is formed against you 
shall prosper. Hallelujah, God. And it says that every tongue that shall rise against you in judgment shall be condemned. My God. And the rest of it says, this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. So you better watch who you put in your mouth on when you're talking about pastors, when you're talking about bishops, when you're talking about men and women of God that's in position, especially those that are leading churches, just because you don't like them or you don't agree with them don't mean that everything is wrong. And see, a lot of times you only repeating stuff what you heard from somebody anyway that they probably didn't heard from somebody and that's just spreading gossip and that's why you got to be careful. I don't want to go to that church. I heard about that pastor over there. Let's see that there you go. I heard about that pastor. You don't know nothing about him or her. Don't know nothing about him. But you listen to what somebody's saying and you're putting your mouth on them. If I was you, I wouldn't go to that church because from what I hear, they do A, B, C, and D up in there. And when that, and you ain't never stepped step foot up in there. All because somebody else was not in agreement and whatnot. Now, I'm not saying that every pastor, every one is perfect. And there are some foolishness. There are some things that goes on in church that don't have no business. But every church ain't like that. Hallelujah, God. Every church is not like that. Sometimes we hear too much stuff instead of listening for our own own and going to see for ourselves about what's going on in there. Hallelujah, God. If you got a church, then you stay right there. Hallelujah, God. If there's some foolishness going on, too much of it, then you need to pray to God and ask God to lead you to go to another place. But watch about who you're putting your mouth on. Hallelujah, God, because your tongue, you will be condemned for that. Hallelujah. But like pastor, or my pastor always said that, yes, no weapon formed against you shall prosper, but that doesn't mean that weapons will not form. It's all things go come against you. That means those are weapons that are formed. They just won't succeed. They just won't prosper. Why? Because you covered in the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah, God. Weapons will form against you because it just said that the weapons that are formed against you, they won't prosper. But they will form, though. And they say nothing's going to come against you. Just like somebody with a gun and they shoot and they misfire and they don't even fire. Hallelujah. Be it physically or spiritually. Hallelujah, God. You better listen to that testimony my bishop got when he was a cashier at the, at, the, at the gas station several years ago when somebody came in there to rob him. Hallelujah, God. You got to let him tell it. Can't nobody tell it like bishop tell it. Amen. Because it's so much, it's so much meat into that. Amen. But, but let's just say that the weapon physically that was formed against him, it didn't prosper. Hallelujah, God. And that was like back in 05, <coughs> excuse me, 05. Oh, six, somewhere around that time frame. And here it is, 2022. So that tells you how long ago that was. We're talking maybe 17, 16 years ago. Amen. Around that time. Amen. And he's still here to live, live to tell about it. Amen. How God covered him. He was covered with the blood of Jesus. A weapon formed against him, but it did not prosper. Hallelujah. Bless your holy name. And I know you have those testimonies as well in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah, God. But see, another that you got to have a change of heart. Have a change of heart. That weapons that's formed against you and they won't prosper. See, hallelujah. Bless your holy name, God. My Lord, my God, my Savior. Amen. Thank you. Oh, I see my nephew done tuned in. Hey, Marcus. Amen. God bless you. Hallelujah, God. No weapon that's formed against you shall prosper. As long as you had them clean hands and that pure heart, what we were talking about earlier. Hallelujah, God. No weapon. You not know, I didn't gave this testimony several times and many people have heard it. Then there may be some of you that haven't heard it, like my nephew and whomever, uh, Leonard Martin. I was in the army with, uh, with, uh, with Sergeant Martin there and whatnot. Amen. Um, when I was 16 years old down in Bluff Estates off of Bluff Road. Amen. You know, me and my partner, Donald Brown, we was out there doing what we do. You know, hollering at women, chasing girls and all that type of stuff. Amen. Mm -hmm. And then the car rolled up 
a car rolled up and a guy got out. He had a sawed off shotgun and he looked at me and he asked me, was my name Brian? He said, your name Brian? And when I said, nah, bro, like that. And he just, you know, he got back in his car and went away. Hey, Amen. And I always say jokingly, I say, even if my name was Brian, I would have told him something else because that's how I was. You know, I could spit out a lie just like that. I was gifted and lying at that point in time in my life. Hey, Amen. I could spit it off in a second. If it would have came to that, if he would have called out my name, he said, your name Dakota? No, uh-uh. nah, bro. My name Joe. And when I like that or whatever the case may be. But see, I thank God for that because in this day and age, they just shoot now, even if you look like the person. Innocent people are getting killed. Amen. At least he stepped out the car and asked me, was I so-and-so with a sawed-off shotgun? And asked me, was that my name? And I told him, nah, that wasn't me. And he got in the car, him and his partner, and drove off. He just could have easily came and said, there you go, right there. Uh-huh. And just came out, blew me away. Here I am, dead at 16 years old. Now I'm 49 and I'm living to tell about it. That was back in 1988, 89, somewhere around that time frame. I think it was 1989. Amen. Around that time. But see, nevertheless, God was all up in it. Now, was my hands clean? Was my heart pure? No, but I had somebody praying for me. And I thank God. And one thing, obviously, God had a plan for me to do exactly what I'm doing right now. I didn't know it back then. I was 16. How could I know I'd be preaching and teaching the gospel one day? Hallelujah, God. God had a plan for me, and I thank God that he did. So parents, continue to pray over your children. Anoint them. Uh, just continue to pray over your children and grandchildren if you have grandchildren. Amen. Because you never know what weapons are formed against them. Hallelujah. That was a weapon formed against me and it didn't prosper and I thank God for it. Continue to pray over your children. Hallelujah. Bless your holy name. There no hurt, harm, or danger come to them in Jesus' holy name, God. Because I had a praying mother at the time. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. I miss my mother. She passed away in 2015, but she was a praying woman of God. She was a pastor and I thank God for it. In the mighty name of Jesus. I was out there doing all kinds of stuff and foolishness and Whatnot, but I was covered through her prayers. Amen. Your prayers mean something, God. Your prayers mean something, saints of God. Pray over your children. Pray over your siblings. If somebody's not saved, you pray over those cousins. You pray over those aunts and uncles. You pray over your family, your family and friends and close friends. You pray over your co-workers. Hallelujah, God, that they'll come around and, and bless God in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray for my co-workers as often as possible because I want them to be on the same path that I'm on in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord. There are a lot of good men, a lot of good women that work there, and I pray that they get on that path where one day they too can be preaching and teaching the gospel of Jesus. Hallelujah. Bless your holy name, God. But pray for those that despitefully use you. You got to pray for those that don't even like you in the mighty name of Jesus. You got to pray for those. Hallelujah, God. That those haters I was talking about earlier. Hallelujah. You got to pray for them. Amen. Because the same one that you put in your mouth on, the same one that you talking about, you get in a car accident or anything like that, or you fall sick, or you to the point where you can't even do nothing, where you can't even pray for yourself or anything, when that person gets wind of it, They'll be laying up prayers for you. They'll be putting up prayers for you. They'll say, pray for my coworker. Pray for so-and-so right now in the mighty name of Jesus for their immediate healing. God, touch them right now in the mighty name of Jesus. They'll be praying for you, and that's the same one that you're talking about. Hallelujah, God. Bless your name. That's what Christians do. That's what followers of Jesus Christ do. That's what people with a change of heart does, even if they know you don't like them. A real Christian, even if they know that you don't like them, will still yet pray because the word tells us that in Matthew 5 and 44. Pray for those that despitefully use you. And that's despitefully using someone or cheating someone or stealing from someone that you know ain't never did nothing to you. They will still pray for you. Hallelujah, God. Pray for you. Earnestly. Mean it. 
Hallelujah, God. And just may even come to the hospital to see you. And not to gloat, not to brag and say, uh-huh, see what you get for talking about me? Nah, see, nah, Christians shouldn't be doing that. Because that's in the word of God, too. It says, see, that the same thing that, say, God can pull that up off of them. And when that's somewhere in the book of Proverbs, if I'm not mistaken, or Corinthians, something I haven't read that scripture in a long time. But see, you can't gloat. You can't go up to somebody and say, that's what you get. for. No, you don't do that. Even if you do go visit somebody in the hospital, you pray for them because you don't want to see them in that condition of that state. Hallelujah, God, that they're in. Hallelujah, God. And see, that's what true worshipers of God do. That's what we do. Hallelujah, God. We pray for those knowing that you don't like us and asking God to save you. Hallelujah. If your house catch on fire or something, you're asking God to, for them to find shelter and all of that type of stuff instead of seeing that's what they get for talking about me. Yeah, see that? Though, If you call yourself a Christian, then you're not deep into it. You're not where you're supposed to be in Christ. You still got growing to do. You still, that's, that's flesh right there. And that's what we're trying to get rid of, the flesh. Keeping the flesh under subjection. Hallelujah, God. Bless your holy name. That's what we do because see, like it says in 2 Corinthians 5 and 17, See, you're talking about being a new creature. See, that's when you when you putting that when you putting that flesh under subjection. Hallelujah, God bless your name, God, because you're a new creature in Christ now. Yeah, during that time when I when I was a teenager and a young adult, all in my twenties. Yeah, if you did was talking about me and something happened to you, I said, yeah, see, that's what you get. You ain't had no business saying nothing about me. Hallelujah, God, but see, as a child of the Most High God, I don't think that way no more. Hallelujah, God. In 2 Corinthians 2 and 17, it says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things have passed away. Behold, all things become new. Hallelujah, God. You are a new creature in Christ. You're new. All things have passed away. Hallelujah, God. You don't think the way you do. You don't do the things you used to do. You don't go to places you used to go because you are a new woman of God. You are a new man of God in Christ. And you letting Christ lead you and not the flesh. Because the flesh leads you. That's your, that's your personal thing. That's your way of thinking. That's your way of doing things. And as my pastor's favorite scriptures is, lean not to your own understanding. That's in Proverbs 3. Uh, uh, what is it? Chapter 3, verse uh, 3 and 6. Uh, 5, verse 3 and 6. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, lean not to your own understanding. It's in the book of Proverbs. Hallelujah, God. And I can get it right quick to tell you what it is. But Proverbs, lean not to your own understanding, because when you lean into your own understanding, that's your flesh. <clears throat> and you don't let your flesh run you like that. You got to keep that squash. You got to keep that under subjection. You don't let that flesh raise up like that. You let that fresh flesh raise up like that. You're in trouble because now you're thinking. Now you're thinking on your own and whatnot. You're not thinking Christ-like. You're thinking of the devil. That's the enemy. Anytime a flesh uses you, that's of the enemy. And you got to keep that flesh under subjection. Hallelujah, God. You have to. Don't let that flesh raise up on you. Hallelujah, God. Bless your name because you are a new creature, creature in Christ. You are a new creation. All things are become new now. When I gave my life to Christ, hallelujah, back in 2003, all that old way of thinking, that was gone. Hallelujah, God. That was gone. Hallelujah. You are a new creature in Christ now. Amen. So that's what I'm saying now. A change of heart. You got to have a change of heart. Hallelujah, God. That's why when we first started off in the word this morning, when we were saying that, who shall ascend into the holy hill? Hallelujah, God. And that's what it says. Those with a clean hands and a pure heart. Well, that's what I'm talking about right there. A new creature in Christ. Hallelujah. Bless your holy name, God. A new creature in Christ. There it is right there. Hallelujah, God. <clears throat> In Proverbs 3 and 5 and 6, and it says, trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not to your own understanding. That's Proverbs 3 and 5. 
And then the word in six, it says, in all thy ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. That's why we shouldn't lean to our own understanding. You lean to your own understanding, you go get in trouble. Do it God's way. That's why it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Hallelujah, God. You got to have a change of heart. It's start trusting the Lord with all your heart. Hallelujah, God. Because before Jesus, uh, you accepted or Jesus came in your life, we was trusting in everything else. And believed it with our whole heart, with everything else. Hallelujah, God. Some of you went to, what did they say, palm readers and all of that type of, because you believed in that mess. You believed in that garbage. Hallelujah, God. But now when you are a new creature in Christ, when you are a new creation, you don't believe in that no more. You believe in the word of God. You believe in Jesus. Hallelujah. Because that's your new savior. That's your new savior. That's your savior. That's your savior. Nothing else can save you. Only but Jesus can. Hallelujah, God. Only Jesus, bless your holy name, God. He is the only way to get to heaven, amen. A change of heart, a change of mind, repent, hallelujah, God. Bless your holy name. You are a new creature in Christ. All things have passed away, hallelujah, God. Put that stuff down, hallelujah. Stop selling things with your fist now and trying to, to knock people out. That's the flesh, that is not God. Unless it's self-defense, that's one thing. But just doing it because out of anger, no. Why are you fussing at people in traffic? Because they cut you off. Hallelujah, God. Yes, I know that's aggravating. I know that's aggravating. Hallelujah, God. All because somebody driving too slow and all this, you know who you are. Hallelujah, God. When you pass him, you got a mean mother. As soon as you pass him, you got you to look over at him and come on, you know who you are. You know what you do. You, you stop all that foolishness. You ain't got to stop all that. Amen. Because like I tell people all the time, you, you're not the perfect driver either. People done blew the horn at you. You done ran red lights. You done ran stop signs. You done cut people off by accident. You done did all that too. So come on now. We, we got to act holy while we out here driving. I know it's aggravating. I know it's frustrating because people do some crazy things while they're driving. But you have done crazy things too while you're driving. Hallelujah, God. So, you know, you got to look in the mirror and say, ouch. You, you just got to tell the truth on that. Amen. Because we've all have done that. Amen. Hallelujah, God. Ain't no need mean mugging somebody when you pass by them. Hallelujah, God. What that's going to do? What that's going to solve? And when you're looking at them, then they show you a pistol. Then what you go do? You're you going to turn your head in. You're going to look back on that road in instead of looking at them. Hallelujah. So see, that road rage, that is sadly and sadly, people have lost their life all because you don't like the way how somebody drives. They done made movies about stuff like that and whatnot. And I mean, don't, 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 don't get into it with somebody out there on the, on the road for foolishness. Amen. I'm getting ready to close. Amen. We didn't, did, we didn't have 30 minutes of the word. Amen. About 35 minutes of it. Amen. I pray that you got something out of this on the day about having a change of heart in the mighty name of Jesus. If you're just tuning in, you can be on my website. You can catch it from the beginning. It's about 30 minutes of word that came straight from the Lord. Amen. We came out of Psalm 24, 3 and 4, Psalm 27, 1 and 2 and 2 Corinthians 5 and 17 with a few other scriptures that I, that I happen to mention when the Holy Ghost gave me something. Amen. Bless your holy name. Continue to let the Holy Spirit use you. Continue to let God order your steps. Continue to pray for those that despitefully use you. Stop putting your mouth on people. Stop talking about people. Keep doing what you do, Christians. Amen. Keep living holy and keep walking for the Lord no matter what people are saying about you. Don't let nobody slow you down. Let no, don't let nobody stop you. I've been doing this thing now since like 2003. 
mainly I put my hands to the plow like in 2004 and whatnot. I've been rolling ever since. Hallelujah, God. I'm not letting nobody pull me backwards. I'm not trying to backslide. I pray for backsliders because yes, it does happen. Amen. I'm trying to keep moving forward in Jesus' holy name, God. You never know when your last day on earth is. You never know when you go close your eyes for the final time. When you close your eyes for the final time, be in good standing with the Lord. Be in right standing in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Don't let the devil use you. Don't let people use you. Amen. When they, like I said, when they say what you used to do, like I said, they see that change in you. Anybody saying what you used to do, they see that change. Amen. And you keep changing. Hallelujah, God. Bless your holy name, God. Because I remember my sister-in-law said that. Amen. My sister-in-law said years ago that she saw the change in me. She knew I was different. She knew I was in this thing for the long haul. Hallelujah. Bless your holy name. My sister Pandora Radden. Yes, Marcus, your mama. She told me. Hallelujah, God. She see the change. She said used to be a nasty so-and-so at one time. Because, man, we used to cuss each other out at one time and whatnot. But she she saw the change in me. Hallelujah. God bless your name. And I pray that you see the change in me as well and a change for the positive. Continue to let God use you. Amen. If you need prayer, if you need a word from God, amen, always hit me up on Messenger. If you work with me, you know you can always get with me. Amen. And we can always discuss it and, and, and um, we can talk about it and we can give it to Jesus. Amen. Nothing is too hard for God. Amen. Amen. Continue to let God. If you have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you can do so today. Just repent, ask God for forgiveness. If you believe in your heart that Jesus is the Son of God, amen, accept him as your Lord and Savior. Ask for forgiveness, repent, say you're sorry, forgive me of my sins, and move on from there, and let God use you, amen, hallelujah. <clears throat> I thank God for everybody tuning in on today. Amen. May God continue to bless you. I'm at Restoration Community Outreach Ministries. Um, if you want to donate to our ministry, to the building fund or anything, so be it. Amen. We had dollar sign RCOM RCOM 1999. That is dollar RCOM. That's Restoration Community Outreach Ministries RCOM 1999. Amen. A donation will be greatly appreciated and God bless you. Amen. If you need a place to worship, we're at 2208 East Boundary Road. Amen. That's not too far from Richland Northeast High School. If you're in the Columbia area, you know what I'm talking about. Always hit me up and if you need direction to get there. God bless you. I'll be praying for you. Pray for me. Thank you, baby, for tuning in. That's my wife. She's working today up in Spartanburg. God bless you, baby. Love you. Amen. See you when you get in tonight. Amen. Hallelujah, God. I love you as well, but God loves you more. Amen. God bless.